This episode of Speakers of Eidolon is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circa Barakil, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstarter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikta Robintow, Sapa Chakwatol, Edwin, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grinnell, Alenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelist, Mira Mary, Bay Barbalay, Suno Chicano, Celesto Notrell, Lazy Boy, A Bag of Dragonite, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Storm Arrow, Tex, Yowie Wowie, Kylin, Chibi Duo, AJ Brainswordson, Anathos Moonscar, Arthur Law, and Biridan Derard. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, Aeorcians. Welcome to Speakers of Eidolon, episode 270. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Wiston, Mela Vanadar, and Rollo Dez. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. Today hello. is October the 23rd, 2021. And today's top stories, uh, we'll continue reading uh, interviews from the media tour, the ones that we couldn't cover last week. Um, and we'll look through the Endwalker special site that has uh, popped up. Um, it has popped up. So, and there's some good shit in there. There's some good, good shit. Uh, we'll also uh, possibly, oh God. We'll be reading Mogmail, speakersxiv.com slash Mogmail. <laughs> Did I say it like that? <laughs> Sorry, I just realized, I don't think we have any Mogmail actually loaded into the chamber. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll read Mogmail. Um, Alright, uh, let's jump into uh, recent events. And okay. in our first story, uh, Final Fantasy XIV has been nominated uh, for the best game community and our favorite still playing um, awards. <laughs> we're, we're still here. We've always <laughs> been here. <laughs> At the Golden Joysticks 2021. So uh, make sure you go vote. Uh, we actually have a chance to win this time. Uh, I feel like all the other times, I've never had faith because I'm like, 14 is kind of like the game that no one's really talking about other than the 14 community. But, you know, shit's happened this year. I'm swearing a lot today. Stuff yeah, has wow, happened wow. today. <laughs> I'm going to rein myself in here. Stuff has happened uh, this year, so we, we have a bigger chance of actually winning today. Sorry, this year. <laughs> I don't know what happened. What's the moment the moment the you... intro went off, it felt like nothing was ready. And I'm very like, I'm going through it in my mind right now. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, that's that. Uh, I don't think there's anything to say. Um, there is. Actually, Golden Joysticks was weird because there were like categories for, uh, where games that aren't even out yet 
were were like nominated. It usually goes. They have like most hyped game, best trailer. No, 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 no. no, no. It was like best strategy game. Yeah. There were games that weren't out yet that were in categories for that you could vote on now. Mm-hmm. Oh, was there? Oh, oh, yeah. That was weird. Um, so someone probably paid for that. Someone. Elden Ring, money. best game ever. Yes, mm. game of the year already out. Apparently. I think Elden Ring was actually put in the most hyped or something category. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, the other uh, story, of course, is that the Endwalker special site um, is up. Um, I guess we'll just go look at that. Uh, well, updated. Sorry, it's been, been updated. Yeah, but it had like nothing on it other than the you know coming November big moon. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It's on the... Wait, how do I... <laughs> Wait, I, f... I had the... It's in the show notes. You can click the link. I don't have the show notes open because I had already opened the website because I thought I had it, but it's the old website. Wait, do I click like it? Episode 5. <laughs> <sighs> Hold on. Let me... Uh... Consistency is key. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we I'll... I'll... Have time for this confusion, old man. No. Well, actually, that... <laughs> He's that... not using the iPad anymore. No, no, no. That is the website I'm on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You turn into an old person. Go to challenges. <laughs> Oh, never mind. There we go. I did it. <laughs> I did it, everyone. I did it. Uh, all right. Um, uh, let's go. Uh, Have let's you had go. your cod liver oil? <laughs> I don't know why everything's broken today. Uh, let's see. Uh, in uh... <sighs> Now there's only two windows here. I don't, I don't oh. know how that has happened. I hope we're all in a home together. Yeah. God, that would be a mess. We can be in our rocking chairs. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be in a, a automated, you know, like a, a electric wheelchair, and I can just whiz around on my own. Yeah. I have think... a hot android lady carry me around. <laughs> the future is yeah. so bright for us. Yeah. yeah. All right. That was good story. Oh. Here we go. Um, right, so um, the new stuff that we have is related to story. So, um, well, <laughs> what a jump! For the audio listeners, that was perfectly executed. I did everything correctly. Uh, so, a new story. Endwalker brings the tale of Hydaelyn and Zodiac to a conclusion, eons in the making. To unravel its mysteries and conquer its challenges will be no common feat. May these records of key figures, looming adversaries, and lands yet untraveled serve you well. Uh, so there's a little bit of um, a blurb here for Endwalker. Uh, yet shadowed by their triumph in the... I think this this was already somewhere, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's a little green dot. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the, we've seen all this shit. Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. New trials. Anima. Encased in an otherworldly carapace and bound with thick chain, this abomination is agony made flesh. Within its hollow eyes burns a baleful light as its jagged maw hangs wide, belching forth searing flame. Sounds violent. That's pretty sweet. Jagged maw. <clears throat> is that like that woman we just saw? <sighs> can't. We can't. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, that's Anima. Um, that's, that's trial Anima. number one. 
I feel like this is a bit of a weird thing to put there because we now know that we're kind of, unless they return as a trial. Oh, they, they definitely, they wouldn't just make them a dungeon very, boss. Yeah, I hope so. Very, very possibly. There's yeah. at least two dungeons that take place in Thavnes. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe they all fuse or something and become a, like a hot wind lady or oh, something. Oh, like Elf and I'll say at the end of the last Mega sister. Dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. The, how do we say that it's this again? The Ma Magus Magus. or Magus? Magus? The Magus sisters. Whatever. A trinity of gods long revered by the people of Thavnir. Sindur... Oh, God. Sindurava, the eldest, is said to be the bearer of wisdom. Sandurava, that of prosperity. And Mindurava, the youngest, ingenuity. Uh, Who gave that kid knives? <laughs> That's a fucking baby with just knives. Yeah. It's a lullafell. It's a lullafell. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a baby. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, that's that. So, those are the two trials that we already, we've already seen mm -hmm. the stuff for that. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, wait. Yeah, this is new. Uh, as the stakes rise higher and higher, adventurers face peril at every turn. Prepare for adversity throughout a host of challenging new dungeons, raids, and more. This is new challenges. New Alliance Raid. Myths of the Realm. Wow. Since time More. immemorial, a pantheon of gods known as the Twelve has presided over the land of Eorcia. Faith in these divine beings permeates all facets of life, and its influence is present in the practice of every craft, the heritage, heritage of each clan, and the customs of villages and nations across the realm. Now the quest begins to discover... To to discover how their tale began, and perhaps how it shall end. That's very Ooh. ominous. Uh, it's time to yeah, kill the twelve. Let's, let's kill the twelve, I guess. Let's, I mean, we just we're destroying Hyrule and Zodiac. We have to destroy all mm -hmm. the gods. So I there's something about that that's very makes me wonder because if you the twelve, we've talked about how they are. Uh, like unable to change things that are constant in the world. If we're to destroy the twelve, it changes a lot of things. I feel like that's like one of the core things of the like the world. We well, have a huge. We don't know when you marry. You marry like in with your like deity showing up on the your side of the like altar. Mm -hmm. Suspect that if we destroy them, it will be something akin to what happened in the court in no one knows Binding Quail of Bahamut, where no one knows but us. That's true. That's true. But we'll know though, so it'll be weird when we like if you get eternally I mean, bonded afterwards. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we? That guy that I killed like will represent me. It's not like we've been going around telling everyone, "Hey, Heidelin's a primal. Don't believe that's in true. her anymore." Well, that's true. Well, we haven't really fought Heidelin either. We do go around telling people, hey, there's another dimension. Yeah. It's, it's just like every time you do your job quest at level 80, they're like, yeah, so I did this. And they're like, wow, that's fucked up. That's real? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, well, obviously, we don't know if we're going to kill them. But um, it no. is... It is... It's going to be interesting uh, if we do. Because, yeah, the whole Eternal Bonding storyline is tied very deeply to uh, the Twelve. So is, like, the uh, 
I'd say a realm reborn. A realm reborn as well. Yeah, Louis Swa was like a big. He loved the twelve. So yeah, that's there's a lot of stuff on the line here for that. But imagine if he knew that they were never real. Mm. And he was only... Oh, I he feel knew like... the truth. He knew more about the truth of primals than he ever let on. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you'll note that one of them out of the 12, there is quite a lot more prominent than the rest of them. Oshon, up there. Nice and bright. Um, uh, you know, a lot of them are obscured by text. There's just Byron. Well, yeah, just ignoring ignoring the ones that aren't covered by the <laughs> well, text. They're like shrouded in a bit of mist as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit like of mist. Like the one on the top right. Yeah. R- like Ralgar. Ralgar, yeah. yeah. You can barely see him. <laughs> Nald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, so it's just Byron and so, Nosham, so, Okay, we're not going to argue who's cut. This doesn't mean anything. Mela just really wants the Oshon theory. This matters. Who was put there, okay? Who's more prominent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's determined by the order of the year. Yeah. Well, so if if we're going to fight the 12, it might, yeah, I think chat is also bringing it up. But it's like, it's probably not the 12 we're fighting. There might be like representations of the 12 or, you know. Yeah. Well, it says we're going to discover how their tale began, so we'll see what they really are. Maybe they're, like, yeah, stuck. That's what this game what, needs more of. Because currently in the world, we the only thing we know about the Twelve is, like, that they just disappeared one day. Like, they were gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something well, they need help with your, for their story to come to we, an end? Do we even know that? No. Like, how much of it's that a is true? So, so, I mean... Yeah, myths of the realm. It's a myth of the realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so pandemonium uh, for the new high end. Ra- that was the twenty-four man alliance raid. Uh, n- new high end uh, raid pandemonium. Um, which yeah, I will always, I will always be fucked by this. Uh, far beneath the that is the the letter A A E, far beneath the ground upon which mortals tread, steeped in darkness, deep as starless night, ancient power lies dormant, too hungry, too brutal, too monstrous. What cannot be controlled must be contained. Here in the pandemonium, dare you make the descent? That's so vague. We don't really have anything. On oh, this. this one's big hype though. We live in a society. That's we- what they said. <laughs> Yeah. Having uh, just completed two, mm-hmm. this one is going to be interesting to see how close it is. Because the one in nine spelt pandemonium with a D-E. So it's spelt differently. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the, the one in two not, spelt in not, this The one way. in 12 did not. It, it did no, the one in 12 didn't. So there's possibly something between them. Um, but Mela, but the pandemonium in, in 12 is literally... <laughs> or, or the one in eight with the, the disgusting sack thing. on the back. Yeah. Um, uh, it says far beneath the ground, though, and that's kind of what Pandemonium 2 was hell, essentially. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would like to see Beelzebub modeled in 14 mm. more than anything. That would be very cool. Yeah. But... Like a big gnat. That's what it's going to look but like. I, I, yeah. bug. I feel like they're probably going to make... Like what we discussed uh, then was that Pandemonium is kind of unique looking in every... Uh-huh. version it's in uh even the spelling of it apparently so it, it's it's more likely that they're going to try to make it more 14 centric because isn't that also what they wanted 
Um, yeah, both of these are 14 storylines. Yeah. So there's I probably going to be cameos. Maybe Beelzebub's um, going to be there. The one in two was made of like purple crystal. Yeah. And that's a big Asian thing. Yeah. I don't know. I feel I feel like it's going to be a sort of mashup between. I, the I brought up I brought up Eleven's Pandemonium Warden, and I was very hyped for that, but I was shot down when I proposed it. Chat. Yeah. So don't bring up Eleven. So that's why I didn't even want to bring it up. <laughs> that it was also in Eleven. Um, no, bring it up. It's only Mela that needs like vicious anti-Eleven crusade. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so there's uh, th that's that, uh, and then there's the new dungeons, which uh, the first one we've seen quite a lot of now. Uh, uh, the, the meat dungeon. Yeah. Tower of Zot. Tower of Zot. A journey into perilous territory with your companions by your side and test your resolve against fearsome foes. You will need both courage and cunning if you are to avert the coming of the end. And the other one is from the other dungeon, which is also in Th I'm just realizing that we get two Thavnair yeah. dungeons. Uh, Weird, isn't it? Earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, I suspect this is the 85 dungeon, um, based on the other enemies that are in Thavnair. Yeah. And then I suspect the railway one is the 83 dungeon. And then the... Um, Labyrinthos looking one, the one that has all the different biomes, is probably the 87 dungeon. You can make out yeah. in the background there's like a star shower going on. Yeah. So that's quite interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but what that means, I don't know. Maybe it's like that one scene in the trailer where it's like Vitra and Estinian fighting off mm -hmm. all the. Mm -hmm. the um... <laughs> yes, that scene. Maybe it's reminiscent of that. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Um, That'd be interesting. I mean, I think it is, Rollo, because uh, I think in that scene, you see that one temple thing with the dancers get destroyed. So... Mm -hmm. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Which, so, yeah. which I think is around this area. Yeah. So, cool. that, yeah. Cool. Okay. Can we... Yeah. I mean, I think we're not putting enough, like, emphasis on the fact that shit's going to go... Because that's in the trailer, right? That that's happening. Yeah. So now we're seeing it here. We saw the floating city of Nim being in a similar predicament, which means oh, this yeah. isn't isolated to just Thavnir. It is literally happening yeah. all over Hydaelyn. I would, or no, no, no. It's gonna be like it's happening in Eorzea. <laughs> the East gonna be like, what's happening over there? I don't know. This is weird tower though, but nothing's happening. <laughs> Uh, the ground shake a little bit. Yeah. Oh, is that what is that? Um, okay. So that's uh, the dungeons. Uh, oh, sorry. There's also a little bit of a. Th there's a little bit about the new scale PV, uh, small scale PVP content. Uh, the perfect introduction to PvP, this brand new content brings the opportunity for casual players to participate in heart-pounding battles without roll restrictions, for plentiful new rewards. Jump right in and join the fray. Whoa! Wow. We'll probably find out soon. Yes, mm -hmm. that's right. I'll try it. I'll try it. <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, this is all old stuff. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so that's uh, that's on the special um site for Endwalker. Make sure you, well, we essentially told you what's on it. But if you want to look at it again, you go, <laughs> you go, you go, uh, you go, girl. You go, you girl. 
uh, go to that website. Uh, all right, so that's that. Let's move on. There will be changes to scripts and elegant tombstones because we're at the end of the expansion. That means uh, the elegant tombstones from this expansion are going away. Except, well. except for poetics. Poetics are here to Ugly stay tombstone. forever. <laughs> Ugly poetics. tombstone. I was talking to Lakeel about this. Yeah. It's an Ugly tombstone. It is an ugly <laughs> tombstone. I, I like the rockin' tombstones. Those were nice looking. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the a unique shape. I forgot about those. The hexagonal yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it would be too now jarring for new players. <laughs> they won't be able to handle a hexagon straight True. away. True. That's a bit much. Uh so yeah, existing tombstones, so allegory, revelation, and phantasmagoria will be unobtainable. And you will not be able to get them uh, as of patch 6.0. Uh, poetics, however, will remain, so don't worry about that. You will never get if rid you, of poetics. If you have Phantasmagoria, you need to trade it in before 6.0. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Please increase the poetics cap to like 10k. <laughs> no, Mela, you spend those. No. Poetics. They they can't do that unfortunately, Mela, because they always tie certain relic resources. Oh, that's to true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, just scale the price of those ones up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So there, there you go. So you have to uh, exchange them uh, for elegant tombstones of. Oh, we're keeping. No, what? Uh, where do They're you just go? a really old one, so they have to get upgraded, and then the other ones will disappear in like six point one or two. Okay, right, right. Uh, so there will be, I'm assuming, uh, someone who will appear after six point oh, whom you can transfer your old tombstones to and get the new ones. Someone that you can, no, it will be the same NPC you always talk to in Moderna, only Moderna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oriana. Always her for some reason. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have a job, Rollo. <laughs> So for crafters and gatherers, um, white scripts will remain. So uh, that's that's fine. But yellow scripts uh, and red scripts will become unobtainable and unavailable for exchange oh. starting 6.0. Hopefully what? you've long since gotten rid of your red scripts since they were made yeah. obsolete at yeah. the start of 5.0. But if you haven't, you have until 6.0 to yeah. get rid of them. Yeah. What color will the new tombstones and scripts <sighs> be? Remember blue? Blue scripts were classic. They were good. Oh. You can and still that, buy. That green? No, they were blue. What green? No, there's only blue. So, uh, oh, the yeah, weird thing is that green. You, green is a potential color. Green. You, you can still color. get like blue script. What are they called? The things you tokens or something? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, which you buy with yellow scripts, uh, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, white I scripts, think, yeah, green or purple. I mean, you scripts. can still get like Rowena's tokens of poetics and well, not even poetics, but of like of tomes we long since got rid of, like lore and stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, true. Uh, okay, so there you go, that's that's essentially that. Um, Blue Crafter scripts actually... is actually listed in the notes. Uh, these script yeah. tokens will no longer be obtainable from NPCs. Are they available from any NPCs right now? Uh, I'm Blue Scraft's script tokens, I believe so. Really? That's weird. Uh, okay. There's no place for them in the UI. 
Yeah, but, so no, you want script tokens, not the scripts themselves. Oh, oh so sorry, these yeah, are yeah, the yeah, ones we yeah. talked about. Sorry, they're these the are the ones script you tokens. Over for, yeah, yeah. Um, folklore times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, those you will no longer be able to buy those from NPCs, and players will no longer be able to exchange these script tokens for equipment. After the release of patch 6.0, equipment currently obtained with blue crafter script tokens will be obtained with white crafter scripts. Fair enough. All right. Um, uh, the same thing for blue gatherer script tokens, essentially. And red uh, red crafters and gatherer script tokens will no longer be able to exchange for items. Um, okay. That's that. Oh, so you didn't even talk about the part to do with goblin cup and dice because everyone remembers what those were for. Oh, God, the I g- couldn't even tell you. No, the I don't think oh. I've ever known. <laughs> I remember oh. starting that and being like, "Ugh." Didn't know. that have something to do with that woman who now does the exchanges for it... upgraded gear? But then she doesn't do that yeah, anymore. Does. I don't think. Anyway, well, she doesn't do that anymore. No, no, God. Yeah, that was old. That, that's you know what? Think about it. She's just there so you can get her triple triad cards. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all she's good for now. Yeah, it was for to upgrade the crafted heavensward gear. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Um, very, very annoying system. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, we have a date for the next live letter. Oh, and the next twenty-four hour stream. <sighs> yeah, twenty-four uh, hours. <laughs> we <laughs> we have uh, well, bad news for for Europe. Um, but the letter from the producer live part of sixty-seven. Seven. Um, is set for November sixth. Um, so they'll be announcing new information regarding crafters and gatherers, system-related updates, the new PvP, and other updates coming in Endwalker. So, I'm sorry to say, Europe, that is at 2 a.m. GMT on Saturday, November 6th. That's 3 (laughs) a.m. BST, 4 a.m. Central European time. Uh, <laughs> shut up. 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be, I'll be cruising. <laughs> I, mean, I just got off work. I'm good. Well, I won't get struck for this time. As, it's fine for me as well, but <laughs> I, I accompany Lakeel for the extent of this stream anyway, so yeah. I'm still tired. Yeah. Listen, when it's bad for Europe, it's good for me usually. Mm-hmm. And usually it's bad for me. That's true. Yeah, That's it's true. almost never, it's never bad for me. That's true. Say that yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember that um, would have gone through daylight savings before then. Although it does display in GMT, just just bear that in mind. Europeans. Oh, true. So it's two a.m. GMT, three a.m. Central Europe. So, yeah. Oh, after daylight. Oh, I don't want to think about this anymore. <laughs> so if it's just, three a.m. for me, then it's nine for you, Rollo. Yeah, we're like six hours. We won't have to think about it for another six months after uh-huh. two true. weeks from now. That's true. So there you go. Sorry, that's a correction. That's 2 a.m. GMT. That's what the UK will be using. Uh, Uh And 3 a.m. for Central Europe. Okay. Uh, um, That's that. Uh, What do you want to see from this other than... Do you think we're going to see the uh, trailer for the story? The launch trailer? That's all I'd really be interested in. This is when they would show it. Yeah. I need something to open the stream with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And this is probably the last live letter before launch. Yeah, it's November be like... 6th, and early access is the 19th. So... Yeah, there's yeah. not going to be anything in between. This is the last one. Yeah. 
So this is really the, the only chance they have to show yeah. it off. There'll either be a trailer here or there won't be a trailer. Right. That would yeah. be weird, wouldn't it? Um, the PvP I'm intrigued about because they're keeping that pretty stumped for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I oh. suppose crafter and gather updates, although I feel like I know roughly how they're going to play. It's just going to be without HQ. Going to probably play fairly similarly still. No, we're yeah. going to go. We're going to have another complete uh, remake of the crafter system like they did in five point one. Oh yeah. Oh, I man. let me tell you, I have so many like grayed out crafting skills on my hotbars <laughs> from like heaven's word. Oh if God. I'm being honest, because they just change <laughs> so much. I'm like I can't keep track of these skills anymore. Oh. I'm just I'm just putting in the macro. This boy still got a whistle while you work on his bar. <laughs> I do. I still have a whistle while you work on the bar. God, man, they uh, crafting is in a very good spot, but the gathering changes are fantastic because it's oh, so easy yeah. to do UI? now. It's yeah. really. Oh. They've nailed that. So I am so much. not used to the quick gather thing because every time you like switch. I love quick Because sometimes gather. if you wait for like timed nodes, you will be mm -hmm. like uh, switching to another class or something. And then maybe you do some other gathering on the side. Quick gather unchecks mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you've been like doing collective collectibles, I think. Mm -hmm. And I'll just be sitting there doing the old timey like clicking clicking thing <laughs> and then i've realized when i'm when it's time to go get the collectible hmm, there's a new button for that well i can't use that when i quick gather um no. that is a oh, it's so good though when you have quick gather it's like cheating it feels like you're cheating it does feel a little bit like that yeah it feels but, great though like oh. i'm just like ooh, let me get all these coffee beans ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think i'd have got the sky sung hatchet without just Mentally AFKing and going in a circle with quick gather. No, <laughs> four times per note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. So there you go. Uh, I don't know what else there is to because th they're not going to show anything of Island Sanctuary, even though as much as I want, no, that's like, like point anything one. about yeah. it. I mm. think they might talk about the Heaven on High or, D or Deep Dungeon equivalent here. We don't. We're not having a Deep Dungeon. They already said that. In they already oh, that today. Oh, fuck, that was right. We're going to talk about it today. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's going to be a bit of a discussion, I, I feel. <laughs> um, Bring it back. I yeah. want it. Yeah. I, I missed uh, having one I'm expansion with without it made me sad. Yeah, uh, You're going you. to level through the exploration, exploratory forays, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll talk about an exploration uh, foray in here, too. Uh-huh. No, no, I don't see that happening. Well, they they announced like yeah they, um, no yeah it would need to be an even a relevant story though. even though we're going for Endwalker at least how I remember maybe I'm thinking about Stormblood but they definitely Eureka have to was yeah super early that's true Eureka was teased see that's why I think they don't want to talk about it <laughs> but they know this time they got it down they know what the foray is supposed to be. So maybe they can get out a little bit quicker this time. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Uh, and if they're doing that, then Island Sanctuary should also be like at least teased. I would just, I just don't know how far in. I have a feeling they're not really that far into development of it yet, which is why they're not talking about it that much. Because if they had anything, they would have at least told us something. It's very vague mm -hmm. so far. All right. Let's jump into the interviews that we didn't. Uh, um, do last week um these are mostly text interviews yes they are um 
Uh, okay, well, should we start with... I see that you have marked stuff. I'm assuming that's because that's stuff we have to get through. Uh, so we'll start with a Massively OP. If you're watching, uh, on-demand link will be in the description. Um, this is from Massively OP. Is this a video interview? Or is this... No, I'll okay. just summarize it. All right, so these are some bullet points from that interview. Uh, people felt that Scholar had been underserved, but Yoshi P states that this is not intentional and he wants people to get a hands-on impression with them before judgment. The battle team has hardcore endgame Scholar players, so they are not being neglected. How do you feel about that, Gergi? Mm. <laughs> I want to meet they those Scholars. I want, uh -huh. I want to know what they're thinking as like like they play this oh. and like oh you know what this is fine this feels this is, yeah this, this feels is good this is great i love it <laughs> <laughs> this is what we want i want to know what they want i want to know where the disconnect is yeah between <laughs> the player base and the development team yeah now why don't you start using your abilities correctly Gyoki, but you're going against the grain and saying these don't line up my class doesn't <laughs> <feel> line up. <laughs> i think they, I, I don't know. It's just bizarre. Like I don't know. It's you no. Know, just once it comes out, then we can complain and say scholar isn't yeah. very fun to play. But the numbers are good. Don't touch the numbers. Right. Those are fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It may end up being fine, just not playing as you want it to play. Yeah. I will wait to experience it. But from what I have seen. There is probably two or three editions, and I don't see them affecting the basic rotation. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Reaper felt very complex for people at the media tour. Yoshi P says this is partially due to being thrown in at the deep end of a new job, but that Reaper is technically complex and up there with Ninja. They feel that the more you play the job and begin to master it, the greater satisfaction you'll get. They considered making it easier, but felt it was better this way. So it's kind of what we've already touched on. Um, mm -hmm. I think we all mm. talked about it last week during the video interviews, but also when we just looking at the um, the skills that we did in the in episode two sixty eight, there's a lot to look at <laughs> the, the two bars and the getting possessed part. It, I mean, yeah, it's um, nice to have a job with a bit of a ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, it's always confusing when you're looking at skills on just those giant like images where there's no synergy or order to where everything is placed so you don't necessarily know how it all fit together on your own hot bar right absolutely even when like you're you know you want like a new job and you because now you can see all the future skills yeah you've still got no idea how it should fit together and how you should set your hot bar up until you've just messed around with it yeah um okay uh, job changes are made usually when the current rotation is confusing or unpleasant, but also due to technical limitations, such as with right. with summoner. What? Unpleasant. That's what <laughs> I know a job. Yeah. I know a job with an unpleasant current rotation. <laughs> <laughs> he also notes that uh, how ninjas mudras were handled uh, programming-wise was completely changed in Shadowbringers. Yeah. Yeah, um, like the under underlying code was completely overhauled for ninja and shadow rings i don't i mean mm -hmm. yeah it's true I hope that felt good that's ninjas hope you enjoyed that uh ninja was that good for you you're a former ninja rollo did it feel good did you notice that it felt good the mudras yeah because like now you're really like it felt it feels so bad clipping it, like it you shouldn't but 
I don't know. Like it, now you won't feel as guilty when it happens. Mm. Mm. Okay. Right. Uh, okay, why is now the time to end the Heidelin Zodiac story? Well, Yoshi P loves long-running TV shows like Lost and the X-Files and doesn't want, to run, one, doesn't want to run the risk of dragging it out so the ending feels bad. Up through Stormblood, the team was worried that the game would be cancelled. Uh, oh, no. But the reception of Heavensward meant they had the confidence that they would be able to resolve the storyline. Um, yeah. They were like... Apparently it was, you well, know, Stormblood. The whole of Realm Reborn was. Rough. Yeah, yeah, a realm. I mean, a Realm Reborn. Yeah, <laughs> we've heard before that uh, uh, wasn't Heavensward like they referred to it as like the Swan Song of fourteen because they didn't Could think it. that it was going to go past that. And in fairness, Heavensward was although it was good, it was still small. No Stormblood really picked this game up, even though it was. Well, a weird, a weird expansion, but then Shadowbring has even pushed it further, and now we've got the boom. But yeah, Heavensward was still, it felt pretty small as a game, yeah, like, that's true. Well, Heavens, Heavensward is a very self contained story, and I think they went in that direction because they didn't know if they could afford mm. to go in a more global direction without the promise of being able to conclude the storyline that way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it's a very safe story, too, like a safe expansion in general. Like, they didn't. I don't think there's anything too crazy or innovative in uh, Heaven's Word. I mean, there's new stuff that are standards now, but I don't know. It, it kind of makes me realize that that's... Is that why they chose to put, like, the Coil storyline separate? So that that could, like, run, like, not in the MSQ? So that they didn't have to, like, have to do all this, like resolve that because that is the greater storyline of, of final mm. fantasy 14 which they kind of left behind <laughs> in a realm reborn and spun sort of a new story about like the reconstruction efforts after a realm reborn i wonder if that's why because mm. they weren't confident that they could like continue on in like an expansion true um, it's only like a two-year development cycle from yeah ruin to a realm reborn yeah so. that's true um, okay. Uh, uh, also, don't be worried about the dev team crunch. They have strict rules in place regarding overtime on a case-by-case -case basis and want to serve as an example to other Japanese studios. Mm. That's good. There you go. I I'm glad they're talking about it. That was a big conversation a couple... I mean, it still mm. is, but it yeah. was more in the limelight like a year or two ago. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, that's I know good. a couple of... I hear less cases of crunch coming out of Japanese studios, which I find is interesting when you compare it to with tip with what you normally hear about Japanese work culture. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there like Most... a word for dying at work or something? Yeah. Or is it mm -hmm. or... Yeah. 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 Because most stories about crunch, and maybe it's because the the companies are more transparent, seem to come out of uh, Europe and America. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good that they're... apparently they have to like <clears throat> They have like a case by case overtime policy, and you have to really, you know, push to work extra, and they want to really look after the employees. Um, but they also have the like soaking and stuff, you know, scenarios where he wanted to continue. Yeah, working. yeah. Well, I was but thinking of cool. Yoshi P and him talking about how he yeah, Yoshi getting any sleep. Yeah, Yoshi P is oh, well, pretty hard. He doesn't care about himself. No, yeah, because he doesn't answer to anyone but himself. God. Yeah, but the employees, he looks after them. Yeah. Okay. So that's the uh, massively OP bit. Um, so the subreddit. So this is. Uh, did they do this together, or is this? 
I'm a little confused this as to is, what this is. So, for the way all of the spoken interviews, um, all of the spoken interviews were done in pairs, like Larry and um, oh, yeah. Ms. Tech were done together, Mr. Happy and the subreddit, which we're about to talk about, were done together. Okay. I don't know some of the other pairings, but those are the ones that I'm aware of. Okay, so this is uh, the subreddit and Mr. Happy's uh, interview with Yoshida. Um, and so there's some really interesting questions in here, actually. So uh, let's uh, let's start with that. We don't uh, have time for them all, unfortunately. We do not. It's a very large interview. Uh, so uh, link in the description. Uh, are there any plans to streamline the downloading, installation, and purchasing of the game? Many new players have expressed difficulties with this <laughs> process. We've talked about this before. I wanted to talk about this yeah. question now. <laughs> this, this is a real problem. Um, so, Neo Kiyoshida says, uh, So, we are aware that a lot of players have uh, flowed into Final Fantasy XIV, and we do acknowledge that there is a lot of feedback that players are frustrated before they can even get into the gameplay, that it is very much a hassle to get the game downloaded and whatnot. I have given instructions to my team, and we are looking into making, uh, into making improvements. Um, but I'm afraid there are some elements that Square Enix as a company has implemented and some of the restrictions that are associated with creating an account on the Square Enix side. There are elements that can be changed on the 14 side rather quickly versus elements that require more time, which are related to our corporate policies that need to be updated. And so mm. I'm afraid the changes might not come in a large batch at one time. And before... Some information that was not required is now required due to certain updates to laws and rules that are associated with signing up for an account and whatnot, which I'm afraid will take some time to adjust and address. I have approved the company. I have approached, sorry, approached the company about this issue, and I do acknowledge that there has been feedback on this. We are looking at ways to streamline this as well as this as well as possible. So there's uh, corporate spaghetti in the way here. Hmm. Um, that's interesting. I wish we had to, for the two-factor authentication, we had to send them a fax requesting it, and then they have to send us our OGP code back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, that's just what they have to do internally. <laughs> yeah. I love faxing. I love oh. faxing. It's just—it's so funny that Japan is still so big on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I have to use a fax all the time at work. I hate that thing. Uh, oh, that's no, crazy. No, we have unfortunately it... faced out that. It's... I've not seen a fax machine since I was a child. No, I've seen I've seen a fax machine. I think we talked about this before, but I've seen a fax machine at like my GP. Like I've seen it at my doctor's mm. office. I mm. see it in the corner. It's like all, all yellowed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, the oh. mythical machine. Uh, like you fax something and then you hear those sounds. Like wow, I'm really being taken back <laughs> to the past. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's not going to happen. Um, but they have acknowledged it and they are working on it so that's good it, it shouldn't good. be this hard to download a game in 2021 it shouldn't even no. have been that hard in like 2013 to be honest mm. um okay steam existed for many years before that yes yes <laughs> yeah. it's true um okay uh, in, in the Party Finder, you're supposed to be able to find content to do with other players, but at least in North America, it has become played with people looking to either sell content or to advertise services that are not normal in an MMO or in Final Fantasy XIV. Has the team taken notice of the use of the Party Finder for these kinds of actions? And is there anything that the team is planning as a countermeasure to those? So, I don't know, I don't know exactly what they're... Are they talking about, like, run sells and stuff? Like Yeah, you know, people sell, like... Uwu 
further, you know, real money or gil or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. right, right. For a second, I'm like, ooh. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about like anime merchants? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Um, we do find it, an, uh, find it an issue. This is Yoshi P's response. I think it stems from the user agreement being filled with loopholes, so to speak, and people do exploit those loopholes. In order to avoid such a situation, we are reviewing and aiming to update the user agreement, and with that in place, we will start trying to enforce this. I know some people might say, if it's a prominent problem and the developer slash operations team already know about it, then why don't you already enforce it? And then you start pe penalizing these people, but without strong backup, which is a clearly stated user agreement. Huh? Which is a clearly stated user agreement. It is hard to enforce, and we do face retaliation from some of the players that we try to enforce these rules upon. So, in order for us to have a stronger case to build up against these people, we do need to make sure our user agreement is buttoned up properly. So, we are making preparations to update that to address it in that way. We are hoping that we can squeeze that in leading up to the launch of Endwalker so we can start enforcing that right before Endwalker's launch. And I'm sure, Mr. Happy, that you will take this information and share it back to the community as well. And in your explanation, I'm sure you can phrase it in a way that would reach your community uh, that by updating our user agreement, we are not intending to limit or restrict our players. We are just making it more clear, clear cut for us to go after the players that are abusing the system. But are abusing the system basically if you feel that community members might uh, misinterpret the intention behind us updating the user agreement it would be great if you could help us in spreading the correct information well i guess we're doing that too now so mm, uh yes. there you go because people are always very wary when a eula agreement changes oh yeah so uh, yeah. So they're trying to make it clear that the changes they're trying to make now are so that we don't see all those annoying party finder groups right yes yeah, like the. I mean, remember last time they changed the TOS and there was the big hullabaloo. Oh God! It was like mm, that. Final. The developers don't want you to even talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, uh, nothing really. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, if you don't try and sell, you know, runs for money, you'll be fine. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, healers in Final Fantasy fourteen. I often discuss how often they are casting DPS spells despite being healers, often nicknaming jobs like White Mage a Glare Mage as an example. The Mediator build has some new healing skills that also have damage components to them. Has the team taken any feedback from the players on improving interactivity with the healers, whether that be more interesting DPS skills or more prominent healing requirements? Yes, Yoshi P. Please, Yoshida <laughs> says. So... I totally understand that those healers that have a very high play player skill level and they've really mastered their jobs go into these different raids or battles and when they do have some downtime between their heals, they do cast more offensive spells. Some of them desire to have more technical aspects of it so they have more active so they are more active and I totally understand that sentiment. But of course, the basis of a healer is to heal. So I think the development team and I have this thinking of getting that sense of exhilaration from doing really good heal work. I get that what you're trying to say, Yoshi P. <laughs> well, what content gives you that feeling of doing really good exhilaration from doing really good heal work? Okay, I'll, you I'll know sometimes when I get hit by something and I go to like 3 HP and then you benediction me and we're like, whoa, that was cool. That's about it. 
I can't imagine anything else being fun. Like, I but the game's designed around damage is the thing. Like the the best defense is literally just doing more damage. Why? Most of the time. Mm -hmm. Have he? Why have you added so many fucking healing spells to every other class than Yoshi P? What the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> you gave us all these fancy new healing spells, but you literally did that to every class. Every fucking class has a healing spell. What am I gonna do? I'm, I'm just gonna do glare. Throw out a fucking bell every now and then. <laughs> Look at my bell, everyone. See, another problem is that like a lot of these healing spells exist for the highest end of content. Mm -hmm. Savage, to a certain extent, extreme. Yeah. Um, ultimate. In most normal content, you don't need this many healing spells. No. You don't. Like, you can play Astrologian today. Go into, ex uh, like, an expert roulette. You don't have to touch neutral sect. You don't have to touch, like, um, celestial op opposition. Like, I, I, in, why don't I give me another damage spell or two? Like, it's fine we have those skills, but... okay. So, what he's about to say is like my least... I hate this statement that he's about to make, because he always does this, but here we go. Mm -hmm. That being said, I don't think we would do any sort of dramatic addition of offensive skills moving forward. By having these offensive abilities, some players, like new healers, might feel pressured, like, Oh, do I have to do good DPS while I'm healing? I'm just going to stop you right there, Yoshipi, and give you the answer. The answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Okay, moving on. Uh, or some players might be aggressive, like, oh, hey, do you have uh, an offensive skill in your kit? Why don't you use it? And I don't think that's optimal either. That's just asshole players. They they would, they'll be, <laughs> if not offensive, they'll be like, oh, do you have any healing skills in your kit? They can still that do can that. with any job. In yeah. fact, just mm. recently in my run, I did trial roulette and I got um, Shinry, <laughs> Shinryu. Yeah. And like, there was a new summoner. Everyone died, right? Right. And he was he was a sprout summoner that was alive uh, somehow in the, in the tank in the in the second phase. And we're like, come on, summoner, you can you can res one of the healers, and then they'll LB three, and then you know we'll finish the fight because it's almost done. They just stood there. They just oh no. Stood there, DPSing just like. I mean, I didn't say anything, no. but like. You can get upset over a lot of things in this game, yeah, and like yeah. be angry about it. I like, yeah, like oh, you're not using your essential function or one of your toolkit things, which is resurrection. Hey, the the uh. thing, the thing I don't get though is like new players. Yeah, you're new. You have to learn the job, and then you'll learn. Yeah, I'm supposed to heal and DPS. That's my job. Even if you do the white mage quest, which I know is completely irrelevant because everything they teach you is wrong now, but they 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 essentially say you can't just be healing; you also have to DPS, which yeah. is like mm. level five. That's when they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way." Um, Don't they tell you that in the um, uh, Hall of the Novice too? Of the novice. Yeah, they mm. do. Yeah. They do. Um, so I don't understand, but this is this is this is the what he was really getting at here. But of course, we do have the new job, Sage, which mm. will allow for this unique yeah. gameplay where if you land an attack, it, <laughs> attack it heals at the same time. Or if there's like a particular barrier ability that you cast, and once it, that's depleted, it, in, it increases the resource, which would lead to an attack which is very unique. I think many players yeah. would be interested in trying that out for sure. That's cool. 
What do I do about the other three healers? Yeah. <laughs> what about that? Ice Age. Oh, uh, you know that that's like he knows that that if if that became like permanent, we obviously after Endwalker or maybe even before we're done with like you know all of Endwalker, uh, like six point X. Uh, Sage is going to get adjusted so that it'll be mm. down to the level of the other End healers. Line. Yeah. Mm. Um, Has there was there a dramatic increase in the amount of healers or people playing healers after Heavensward? Because I would say that is the peak of complexity for healers. I think a lot of people try to ask. Yeah, I feel like uh, Astrologian got a lot of people. Yeah. Because it was in, it was tempted by the pretty glamour. Yeah. Yeah, but Heavensward was still complicated. I'm talking about like oh, oh, right. Stormblood onward is when it got uh, easier. Yeah. So like was from that point onwards, I should say, is that when there was an increase in healers? Have they had? I I mean, they probably have the numbers, but we they probably seen do. It. No, no. I don't know. I feel like if I didn't like it in, you know, if I jumped on a tried Astrologian didn't like it, I wouldn't try it again in Stormblood. But I guess some people would have. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're going to have to be really careful with Sage's damage numbers, because if it performs really well... I mean, yeah, that will be a really death sentence for the other healers yeah. and, like, rate uh, high I mean, in content. To it's going to be, like, half the DPS of the other's uh, optimal play, because it can't... Yeah, it really it's, can't I've be been doing thinking about that a lot. Like, if they can put out that much DPS, what the fuck are you going to need all the other healers for? Imagine how You're good a double Sage heal party would be. Well, so, the, the heals that come from when the sage attacks are the actually slightly weaker than um yeah but i'm the assuming they, they can do it more like and they can do it more like f rapidly like with spell speed down they can probably throw out a lot more yeah well we and had they're still pretty low even that dps your your fairy heals at a certain rate I feel like the heal rate would go up if you're a sage and you're you have high spell speed. Remember, each time a, a, one of the attacks hit, you get healed, right? It depends on the skill, but mm. we haven't we have yet to see it in that situation though, so mm. we don't know Chad, yet. Yeah, Chad is bringing up the sage doesn't have any party utility. So yeah. that, no, that's it true. Appealing to to raiders that's like true. chain stratagem is like it's yeah, basically like a free trick attack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll see when it comes out, but it's, uh, I, I just don't like the idea, they, oh, new, new healers might not understand the job. You have made it into this job. You've, you've changed the role into this. Just make it something else and then we'll just learn. Everyone's a new healer. Everyone's a new DPS at some point. You have to learn your job. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. That's how everything works. You can't just be like, oh, we've removed uh, enmity from tanks so they can be DPS so new tanks won't be like, oh, I have to like control the dungeon and the pulls. Like, is that how we're going to keep start doing things? Um, it's weird. Anyways, moving on. Um, many new players have expressed uh, interest in learning more about the story of 1.0. Oh no, here we go. Uh, oh, wow. <sighs> Are there any plans on ever bringing the story of 1.0 back in some form, such as through New Game Plus or supplemental content, such as books, short stories, or videos? <laughs> Yoshida says. For our legacy players who started with 1.0 might know about this, but the story is kind of not complete. And it's kind of all over the place. 
Once I joined the team, the Grand Company quest is where I took the main story and explored it in that aspect. So you go to your different Grand Companies to find out more, and in the main story, you have this weird partner who just <laughs> will just listen to Aww. you. And then Gaia suddenly appears, but the player isn't fighting him, but then the Scions are? It's such a weird story. I don't know if anyone would find it interesting, even if it was a book. Bully the path. Companion. He's laughing throughout this, by the way. If we take what was released in 1.0 literally, I don't think it would make for interesting reading material. So I think maybe it's better or quicker to have Oda-san write a novel explaining, oh, this is the story of 1.0. So, I mean, yeah, a novel might not be impossible. It's not as nightmarish as a classic server. <laughs> <clears throat> I think it's a little unfair with the story, but it's... Uh, I mean, it is, un it is incomplete because the MSQ literally just went as far as like the original yeah. team took it and then Yoshi P took over and he's like uh uh we're we're going somewhere else with this yep. so what up yeah so what the, up? so the story is sort of very abruptly ended i feel sorry for the people that bonded with their class uh their, their path companions yeah <laughs> rest in peace well at least you've kind of feel like They're i mean I, mine you our path companions died in the calamity and it it kind of makes sense because the, in the the last time you see them they're walking off and they're like, mm. I'm going to go, you know, do my own thing during this. And then you never see them again. But I'm off to uh, Osas. Yeah, I'm off. It's safe <laughs> Yeah, You're safe over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wish there was like a, like a, a just a branch thrown for the 1.0 players for them. I have. Because they've never been acknowledged. I have. Yeah, I did. I was a little sad when I returned to AORC and there was like no mention of them. Like, it's like they never existed. Well. Yeah. You know what? There's an unmarked grave somewhere players have yet to find. Mm, and yeah. that's where the path companion mm, uh, lays. Yeah. So go find uh, it. Go I no clip. Yeah. As sad as that is, I would love if there was something like that. Just like, even <laughs> if it's something that like 2.0 players and onwards can't interact with, but like 1.0 players can at least get closure. Yeah. What, yeah. what they, they wore like the, um, that one chainmail armor or something, right? Just. Just leave it strewn about somewhere. <laughs> oh, God, that's sad. Maybe uh, the 1.0 path companion went off, found a little island, and they started a small farmstead there. <gasps> and unfortunately, they've passed away now, and it's been left to ruin. But you inherit it, and I, you get to fix I, it up. I have a feeling. I also expected when there was a lot of, like, at the beginning of A Realm Reborn, there was actually a little bit of a, like... The 1.0 players like, oh, where's the path companion? Which everyone's kind of just waiting for it to appear, and there was like a rumor that maybe, maybe it'll be one of the retainers. You'll get a retainer, and it'll be oh, the path yeah. companion. Mm. Alas, it didn't happen, and I, I think, I don't think they have the data for that anymore. I think that was lost. So I think that's oh, why. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, many skills in the game were adjusted to 60 or 120 second cooldowns for Endwalker. However, some skills do still have 90 second cooldowns. Why has the team left skills such as Ley Lines or Monk's new skill Riddle of Wind on the 90 second cooldowns instead of adjusting them to 60 or 120? Mm -hmm. I thought this was an important question to include. Yeah. Yoshida says, each of these, yeah, we've brought this up a lot, <laughs> each of these have their own individual reasoning behind them. So let's look at the monk, for example. If we were to align all of the abilities to either 120 seconds or 60 second cooldowns, it would get very, very, very busy. And in order to achieve that burst, you would have to be very busy. On the flip side, 
when you're not trying to build up to a burst, you're kind of bored because there's not really much happening. So there are certain abilities that are deliberately left at that 90 second recast timing. And to share a little bit more from behind the scenes in our decision making for Riddle of Wind, we actually tried it out and you have to you have and you have haste on you, but it became just too quick. Like everything needed to move very quickly, so it was impossible to handle. So that's why we inserted that auto attack instead. And then for ley lines, you may be familiar with just how ley lines work. Your damage is increased while you're staying within the lines. If that is stretched out to a 120 second cooldown, then you wouldn't want to move out of the ley lines, and that will happen fairly frequently. So it might become stressful to the black mage because you either mm. can't move or refuse to move. <laughs> so that's why we kept it at 90 seconds. Now on the flip side, when we considered trying to shorten that time, we thought that if we were to do that, we would have to change the effect of what ley lines do. But we don't feel like that's necessary at this time, so that's the reason we kept it at 90. And just having to stay still at 60 second intervals just seemed off. We, Yeah? Anything I to should say, say about I, I think ley lines is, in, in honest truth, a bad ability. Because... You're taking the most immobile class in the game and restricting it to a tiny section of the arena where if, let's say, a path like a line AoE comes on you and you have to move to the edge of your ley lines but still are in it, you still cancel the fire cast. You're still out on DPS. Yeah. Why don't you Black Mage slide... cannot move. Ever. Why don't you slide cast like a pro, huh? Yoshi no, P I, does I, it. I do slide cast sometimes, Frodo, but it's, you know, you got to think about it. Mm -hmm. Like, triple cast becomes very important. And, uh, I don't know, Black Mage is... It's a hard enough job already. Yeah. Just make ley lines last forever or something. <laughs> At least, you know. It's just so, like a like a turret you place down and you yeah, can move make, it an, make, make it another trait. Yeah. <laughs> Always under your feet. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine if they make Monk faster? Because what, it, it uh, has like a two second GCD, mm. which is... It would please well, the world. Yeah. It's fairly they, fast already for... As they said, that's why they made Riddle of Wind only affect auto-attacks, not actual <laughs> skills. Yeah. I would really like it's that. still such a, like... I'm sorry, that's so lame, though. <laughs> it's it's like a skill you just... You press, and then that's it. It just... You do a little damage. Oh, yeah, damage it doesn't you, need to be that. And you don't see it, so it's like you might as well... I mean, I mean, yeah, I get it. You can put it for windows, like damage, like burst windows, but... It, it's just a little, like, limp. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. Absolutely right. Yeah. Um, we discussed about it, actually. Uh, even since 5.0, we were talking about ley lines. Well, can't we just make it so it follows the black mage? Oh. Or can we add an ability that will allow the ley lines to slide with black the, to slide with the black mage? But when that happens, how does it differ from having Enochian? And so that's the kind of discussion we had, and we felt that it didn't make sense. Well, you made Enochian be, like, brain dead. Yeah? No. You can't lose Enochian brain dead. Well, do you want ley yeah. lines to be that as well? I mean, it just, it's, I don't know, it's just, I don't mean I like a complex job, but yeah. ley lines is, maybe make it slightly bigger, or maybe make it where between the lines pulls the ley lines to you rather than you to it, or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, that's uh, that's the subreddit and um, Mr. Happy interview. Um, I think we can do uh, the MMORPG interview. Um, 
so let's do that. Uh, Yoshi P understands that people want the new journey to the next level cap to feel like you're growing as a class and becoming that little bit more complex and nuanced, but states that this can't always be the case and that if you want variety, try out the other jobs, as that is why the armory system is made. He also knows that people who have played for ages might not want new people to catch up so easily, but it's better to let everyone get involved than fall into that sentiment. Someone actually care about that? Like, well, elitism. I yeah, got, I got my job to eighty. You should have. You should suffer like me. <laughs> I think you want, yeah, when great... you get to ninety, you want a new trick to your job. Mm. There's a new thing you have to learn. Um, but he can't. He can't. You know, you, that would be ridiculous at this point. He has to simplify things every now and then. But yeah, yeah I, I don't. I don't understand feel like that. About I don't understand the new players. Right? It's a very uh, boomer mentality. Yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, I climbed the top on the ladder and I'm going to, okay, I'm going to kick the ladder away now. Wait, I don't understand. Yeah. So they, what are, what are the boomers not like that they? People who have been playing like... for ages will think, you know, you shouldn't be able to be as good as me at 90 because I've been playing for so long. I've mastered my job. What? And you shouldn't be able to catch up to that level of skill. Some people think like that. It was that. more so leveling being easier. Oh, yeah, and leveling and stuff. I mean, you can already buy the level skips. Are we talking level skips? Or are we talking yeah. like just... People don't that... like those either. No, but that, I feel yeah. like that's a separate issue, isn't it? Or is or is that part of it? They just don't want people to catch up so easily. Some okay. people do. Because if people are complaining that leveling is easier now than it was in uh, 2014 or whatever... <laughs> Fuck you. Jesus Christ. You know how fucking tedious it was to level back then. You'd want it to be easier. Yeah. What do you Let's want it to be horrible? Corthus, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's human nature to want people to suffer as much as you mm, did. So stupid. <laughs> I know. That's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, while there may be a return to job quests in the, in the future, it's safe to say that the level 80 job quests were a conclusion to these story arcs. That it didn't did feel, feel like it for a lot of them. <laughs> That's what he he went made a big point of it as well. He's saying these wrapped it up. Yeah, that I'm sad about that moment. I was left that. very open at the end. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I, as a scholar, I can say yeah. Okay, I can see that as a conclusion. When I did the white mage one, I was like, mm, yeah, this feels like it's implying things. It felt like <laughs> it was starting something new almost. So. Yeah. Red that... Mages does that as well. There's yeah. quite a few jobs that have yeah. very open-ended directions. The Gladiator. have you guys done the paladin one? That like that was a that was a pretty yeah, paladin. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, paladin. Yeah, that's a pretty like open and shut I one. Said Gladiator. <laughs> I said, really? I thought it wasn't. I I mean I don't know. You're so fucking strong, dude. I can never be that strong unless I have family. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna family be at the guild. Oh, family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, that was so those arcs. So there might be a return to job quests, but it seems like the old arcs are just gone, they're done oh, now. Yeah. I, I find it difficult to imagine them being able to justify returning to job quests at some oh, but point. They're so good, they're much better. I, I do miss, I, that. I do like the, the paladin one kind of acknowledges that, like, you're just a god at this point yeah <laughs> where it's like you you can't like fuck around with these mortals anymore no. like you'll you'll kill them <laughs> yeah they have to teach you yeah well uh maybe we'll get more something new in the future i do miss having like some lore to, like 
story yeah. or job lore. It doesn't need to be giving us new skills and stuff. But no. Just more lore on the jobs. Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll... Actually, no, we'll... Actually, never mind. We'll get nothing. My optimism's <laughs> gone. <laughs> wow, that was quick. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, in terms of pacing between patches, Yoshi P has no de uh, definitive answers and is not sure if they will have a 6.1 to 6.5 or maybe only until 6.3 before moving on to 7.0. He can't envision moving from the 3.5 month uh, patch cycle to a 6 month one, but there may be one or two weak variables added. So essentially... Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know how long the post Endwalker will be, um, no. but we we can expect to continue onwards with the current system. But like, they might be out by a few weeks, but they're not going to like put it on life support mode of every six months or no. you know. Right. Only going to six point three is confusing because that would require a change to their alliance slash normal raid release system. Well, that's true. He also mentioned it could go on like maybe all the way to you know seven or whatever. Yeah. In it just isn't sure exactly yet. They might change how everything works. It, I don't. Mm. I still don't know how like big. I mean, the more we, we hear about Endwalker, the more um, different it sounds to like uh, the other expansions oh. we've gotten so far. So there might just be a just new patch um, schedule for the for for everything. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Yoshi P is happy to have uh, more MMOs coming out and also is hopeful the world will return to normal soon. He wants to thank the medic. Yeah, well, that was the thing that he he definitely uh, told everyone that he wanted to tank. To tank. He wants to, to tank. He wants to tank. He wants to tank now. He's done with Black Mage. Um, he wants to thank the medical professionals worldwide and would love to get back out and go snowboarding. Bless him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This well, comes America. You can do whatever you want. Pretty it doesn't matter. Pretty sure yeah, you I can go. But I don't think he wants that degree <laughs> of freedom. I I think you can go snowboarding. I think you could go snowboarding anyways. I mean, you don't have to. Oh, uh, he mm. wanted like a year long sabbatical to go snowboarding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just uh, someone send him a copy of Snowboard Kids on the N sixty four, and that'll like keep him occupied. Yeah. Why would he want an N? There's like. Because <laughs> there a new kid. EA game coming out. Snowboard like Kids is a fox. good game. It is Snowboard Kid Fox. <laughs> he wants SSX Tricky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, we're probably gonna have to skip some now. So um, I think that one. don't need to do that one. Okay. Uh, the enemy one maybe. Um... I don't have. I don't the know what this one is. The NME one is very good. I don't know if we have time to cover it. Maybe just do the Venture Beat one. Oh, well, maybe the PlayStation Blog one. Okay. Because yeah. it's short. Just pick, we, the, pick I'm, one I'm of just, them just I'm just picking can... the short ones. Mm -hmm. Then mm -hmm. we'll need to cover something. We'll need to cover some of these later because a lot of them actually have quite important yeah, yeah, yeah. information. We've got a couple more yeah, weeks. We'll be all right. we, have a, we have, yeah, we have two, two more, more weeks before Ooh. Live Letter. No, I think it's only one. Oh, one week. Oh, yeah, 30th. We can do them next week and then live lessons. I mean, if we don't, then we just don't cover them. It's as easy as that. <laughs> then they're outdated and we, we have more. We have other things to talk about. True. Um, 
Our approach to so this is from PlayStation blog. Our approach to designing new areas is a bit different from for each expansion, explains Yoshida, before going on to clarify. In the case of Stormblood, for example, we had Alamigo as a location. This was a place that was already established in the lore in Final Fantasy XIV, so for a location like that, we didn't really have much freedom and leeway to incorporate our own ideas. What I did instead was think about the remaining areas that haven't been shown to the player yet. Endwalker is going to mark the end of the Hydaelyn and Zodiac uh, Zodiac, sorry, Saga. So for this expansion, we focused on the loose ends we have in the current story arc. Deciding on those aspects and creating the maps for the new areas go hand in hand, so in this respect, the process with Endwalker was a bit similar to what we did with Stormblood. There are some areas which we have not announced in Endwalker yet. I haven't... So... He says areas, areas. so there is plural mm. here. I have no intention of announcing them until the game is released. I'm really excited for players to experience those regions themselves, and I'm sure they will be surprised with what they find. Oh my god, Seven Zone expansion. I'm worried that he counts the zone in the sky, the, like the city in the sky, as a zone that is technically unannounced because we don't have a name for it. Hmm. We'll see. I man, that would be brilliant. I would love a seven zone expansion. Mm. I'm definitely. I'm not. I I don't want to make, disappoint people, but no, that yeah. I'm just. I'm being pessimistic in this. There's aspect, only six slots on the shared fate screen. Well, they, they might have just put that in. That could the... have been fuckery yeah. uh, on their end if they really want to keep it secret. But oh yeah, there could not be fates in that zone. It could be something else. A zone without yeah. fates? Oh, it How could, could be. you? Yeah. Don't ever say something like that. We are very well, maybe it's stuck a level in eight and ninety only. We're zone very stuck in our ways that. where we don't expect them to ever break the mold, and then when no. they break the mold, we're like oh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, it can happen, and it has happened in the past I will many remain times. Quietly optimistic. Yeah, I, I but yeah, but I won't be. It's still fourteen, so we ha also have to temper our expectations. Don't be too optimistic. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, okay. Uh, I think the last one we'll do is um, PSU. I think you can do the PSU one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, is there plans to bring, uh, or are there plans to bring uh, Eureka slash Bosia style? Uh, nope. Is there plans to bring Eureka slash Bossia style content to Endwalker? Uh, if so, what have you learned from the current version versions to bring into the new one? Interesting. Yoshida says, The dev team is planning for weapon enhancements similar to Eureka and Bosia, in which players can take their time to farm mats to obtain slash grow a powerful weapon. That being said, oh. it won't be exactly like Eureka or Bosia. There will be nice, a nice. different nuance the team will bring into future content. The devs are aware that certain players don't necessarily participate in raid content, and so they do want to offer content or alternative avenues that players can enjoy without necessarily doing raid content, while still being able to obtain a powerful weapon in the process. See, that is such a... But they already know that. That is that is such a, a contradictory thing to say because powerful. What are you going to use your powerful weapon on if you don't? They're never powerful, Lukiel. Remember, <laughs> that's Lekeel, true. Also, remember this, Lukiel. There are people that struggle through the single player campaign. They need all the help they can get. <laughs> no, be nice. Sure. <laughs> I. And being nice, these are the people <laughs> that clem complain when they have to do single-player duties. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Remember the red chocobo thing? Yeah. That was that is still the funniest thing. Mm -hmm. I w they nerfed it, right? You can't see it yeah. happening anymore. Right. No. That sucks. I, I can't beat the red chocobo. <laughs> Let me tell you, I camped that spot after I beat it just to watch people oh, while I was like so eating food because it was so funny. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I didn't yeah. help them until I was done eating. Oh. Yeah, chat's bringing up what I was primarily thinking of. Not that a weapon would help these situations, but the RP instances, these are the those are the ones that really annoy some people. Yeah. They give you like They're fine. six skills and you have all the time in the world to read them before. Too complicated. Oh. There's gonna be people that are like, oh god, I need to get the relic so I can get through that MSQ RP <laughs> fight. <laughs> No. Yeah, it has a scaling thing where you can make it easy mode now as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I need to get a relic weapon so I can finish that RP sequence in oh, and very easy. <laughs> God, we are like also, the worst like here? old elitists just fucking <laughs> we don't want to catch up. Yeah. It seems to be that they want to make the, whatever the new exploratory venture is to be doable without having to do things like Delubrum Regine or the Dauriada or Castrum Lacus Latore. Mm -hmm. oh, it's so easy and fun though. To, like, their no, old it's too ways, difficult, like, They used to have the avenue of where you could do what, like long grind in easy content or a few you know, well, harder things for a quicker grind. Well, let's they all change it. I think we can agree that the way they solved the Bosia, like alternate means of obtaining the relic was not correct was uh, fantastic because it was it, so quick no it was Miller. great it was didn't not. have to do it to yeah do you Bosia. didn't have to do the buzzer yeah well, the buzzer side should so, have been the faster one <laughs> no i agree but i don't mind that that if they're done the other way around have, i'd have done buzzer there shouldn't have been one step that was entirely performed outside of buzzer yeah <laughs> i also agree with that well i mean technically it some steps could be faster in Bosnia if you have enough people. Yeah, that, but that was the problem, wasn't it? Like most people don't have the people. There's an entire well, instance of people. Just also, put it in shot. <laughs> Bosnia often required RNG, whereas doing them outside often did not. Yeah, it had like guaranteed drops in normal fates, which was bizarre. Yeah, but they just did it the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They did, agree. They did. They did it the wrong way. You know. They didn't expect people to have their blue mages leveled like that. That right. was just unforeseen mm -hmm. consequences. Yeah. But if they do it the other way, and they say, if you do I'm the not... new boss journey, it's guaranteed you'll do it faster. Yeah. I'll do that. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. against, like I said, I, I prefer the, the, the two-way system, but it should be promoting the new content, not encourage mm -hmm. you to do <laughs> the old shit. Uh, so, yeah. I think... The outside content should be tuned higher, but yeah. also made in such a way they can easily tune it lower once the content becomes irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like yeah. luminous crystals for outside, right. and then like a guaranteed drop inside. Mm -hmm. And then in three patches time, the luminous crystals are now guaranteed. Right. It's not hard. Yeah. Um, okay, so the devs will leverage their experience from previous relic weapon quests when creating future content. Um, do you plan to add another deep dungeon, such as uh, Heaven on High or Palace of the Dead, into the expansion? Sadnor replaced it for a leveling system, but a lot of people, including myself, enjoyed the dungeon crawl-style gameplay, and with World of Warcraft having a Torghast, has there been any inspiration from that also? Excuse me, the what? What? Torghast. 
The Torque? What? Uh, what? Torgas was their copy where they made a really cool um, tower crawl thing. Um, and then it's on the one everyone... Ta- remember it. we talked about, Rollo, and we, 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 we were, we've covered it. It's like, oh, World of Warcraft is like stealing our deep dungeon system. No, Rollo, it used to be so cool that you like could... You got like upgrades on each floor and could make like a build for that run of Torghast. Uh-huh. And like it was super cool. And then they just cut all that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then like turn women into fruit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave that hanging. No explanation on that. All right. I think we're equally confused. <laughs> you don't know that. They turned women no. into fruit. They turned all the pictures of women into fruit yeah. in World of Warcraft. Because World of Warcraft seeing, is you it's going downhill quite heavily, guys. Oh, honest, is yeah. it because of the stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's of the because stuff. of the that stuff. That was their solution, Rollo. Mm-hmm. Turned all women the women into fruit. Fruits are in. Yeah, love this picture of fruit. Um, okay. Anyways, um, Yoshida's uh, answer to this question is. There will be no deep dungeon content for 6.0 because they are busy with other things in the expansion. But they do want to plan for some kind of content to be implemented within the 6.x series. It's too early to discuss now, but it is safe to assume to expect something down the line. That being said, for the 6.x plans, Yoshida would like to wait to talk to the players after the expansion launch with a live letter coming later. With Deep Dungeon content, we announced a break in the 5.x series and we made that announcement. Yeah, you did. You did make that Mm. announcement. We had a lot of players that came back and said, oh, that's a shame. We liked the Deep Dungeon content and we would like to respond to the players' th- player th- <laughs> players' thoughts on having one. So it feels... the exact it, opposite. It kind of feels like the devs don't want to do Deep Dungeon, but the players kind of want it, which is weird. I want it. I, uh, like, I want it. Although Heaven on yeah. High was a little bit of a mess for me but i mean because all they did yeah it was just there wasn't any big change you got like the big empty gmod room and then you got the (laughs) the the, uh three palm enders with the uh, the primals yeah yeah Yeah. don't worry he's alluding to it to he does say it's safe to expect something down the line. Yeah, he did allude to it, but uh, he's just it, not saying. Did he say that he, when he when in that interview does he say expect this expansion? <clears throat> Six point X. He'd like to wait to talk about it more. He said he says there will not be a deep dungeon in six point So at launch, launch, there is no deep dungeon. Okay. For the oh, six well, of point, course, it's six For the no, six point X plans, Yoshida would like to wait to talk to the players after the expansion launch. So, and then he says, we had a lot of players that came back after they announced no Deep Dungeon in the 5.x series, and they came back and said, oh, that's a shame, we liked the Deep Dungeon content, and we would like to respond to the players' thoughts on having mm. one. That's you know what, what they might have. You know what would be so fun, like, genuinely? Bring back Deep Dungeon, all right? Maybe vary the map design, like, a little bit. Don't just want the hallways and the oh, squares. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not the empty room, too, because that nice just sucks. That's so modular. I don't want a big empty room. I, it, it just looks jarring. I would but like what you make do it is... even more modular with like an L shaped block room. Yeah. Yeah. It gets, get, they gets essentially some... have that, but they all fit within squares, Mela. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rollo, go on. All right. Bring it back, right? Maybe keep some of the pomanders or whatever. Keep the magicite if you want to. Bring 
the Bajo skills. To be contradictory with someone in there. Yeah. Don't worry about that. But uh, bring, bring like Bajja skills as drops you find. Yeah. Like, oh, like uh, lost action sort of things. Yeah. Yeah, like lost actions, the the like potions of skirmishers to do more damage and the like. I mean, you can't have as expansive as the uh, lost right. actions because it's it's a lot and yeah. there'll be a huge pool and you could just imagine. get a really shitty build. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, imagine if they tie the deep dungeon into the, the relic year. quest this time. Mm. That would be interesting. That would be cool. Yeah. Plunge so the like, depths to get the weapon. So like, point two, adventuring foray. Point three, deep dungeon. Point four, whatever Delubrum Regina was. Technically, they did point that. Five, they did that with the Bosia weapon. You could do Palace of the Dead for the relic. Oh wow! Did you really? <laughs> yeah. If you wanted to like hate yourself a lot. <laughs> You could. Because it was not a guaranteed drop. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good idea, though. And make it like every like 10 floors you beat, you yeah. can pick from like three buffs. Yeah. Faster like, continuing. Because like, the, the lost actions are like such a cool thing, and I mm -hmm. they should put them mm -hmm. in more places because you can do really fun combinations with them. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I would like that. Oh yeah, sorry. It's difficult is, on the first run. Though, it's guaranteed after floor one hundred of Palace of the Dead. Ah, easy to ah, get to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think they should, uh, if they do that, which I think they should do, include mm. lost actions in the deep dungeon. There should also be a mode where you can't use them, such that it can have potentially the level of challenge that you get in like floors one hundred and fifty to two hundred of Palace of the Dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, I, sure, for the purist, why not? For me, it's more about the variety of the levels, though. I, I, It gets so boring so quickly. Mm -hmm. And that kind of, I guess that mm -hmm. kind of adds to the difficulty because you become like... Um, you, you, get, you get so bored, <laughs> you just don't pay attention anymore. It's like, oh, it's it, this room again. It's very samey. Yeah. But you can just do some like little things to change it up. Maybe have more modules. Just don't have like the four mm. that you have for <laughs> for Palace of well, the Dead. You know what you could put? You could just put like more intricate traps. You can put like the laser hallway from Dalradia. Oh there. yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's just left and right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the biggest issue was like how long it took to beat one floor at the later stages it was too much it, like floor one to ten is so snappy oh yeah and sure. then floor 150 is like you're using up the full like two hours <clears throat> to just finish the yeah. ten floors you get an hour in there well that, that's like the those are like the challenge floors because like the floors i mean yeah. like the story stuff is like they can be challenging without taking an hour <laughs> 150 to 200 are not meant to be done over and over and over again. They're meant to no, but be I taken didn't... as a challenge. They're ridiculous. Yeah. I still want to get the... We've never even done them, Mela. We've got pretty far. How far did we get in our palace? Right? 150. We've never done 150 through okay. 200. No. I really want to get that Necromancer title. Oh, same. Yeah. 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 I want to get the, the stupid pony, too. Or <laughs> the Knight's Pegasus? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and the dodo. I want the dodo from heaven on high. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Uh, huh. That's that's the interviews. Uh, I just now realized that because we were we kind of changed the show notes for last week, so it doesn't remind us to do Mogmail before the main story. Uh, so mm-hmm. we forgot to do Mogmail. So I, I'm just gonna oh. I'm just gonna force the Mogmail in here. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna take number four by the way because it's short. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Mogmail. Okay, well, there's not going to be a visual for that, but um, this one's from Smorkels, from Mateus. I know uh, him. Hello. I've been meaning to send this question in for a while, but kept forgetting. The arena where you fight Construct 7 in the Ritorana Lighthouse is called the Cleft of Profaning, profaning Wind. Profaning? Profaning. Profaning Wind. And I feel compelled to ask for your expertise on this. Do you think that this name is a fart joke? Everyone possesses a cleft, and profane wind pa- does pass through it, after all. Smorkels. Um, I believe it is, and I believe the Construct 7 is a metaphor for the calculation you need to do when passing said profane wind as to whether it's going to be all wind or not. <laughs> I mean, it's basically just saying that the disrespectful fart... <laughs> yeah, like, well it, it even had yeah mm. cut this bit out of the youtube no <laughs> no absolutely not if you were to seek the like origins of it it does actually come from 12 it's not a name original to 14 no but still is it, is it a fart joke a fart That's joke years in the making did woolhead you put f- in a fart joke he would you do fight- so here's the thing. You fight Fenrir on this floor in the original game. <gasps> he farts. He is a wolf. Is he? I don't know. He's not actually. Not in 12. This is what he looks like in 12. Oh, yeah, in 12 Mayla. he's like a... Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's like a... Well, he's like Biako. Yeah. But not he's as like handsome. Yeah. No, he's not handsome. Not but as maybe insanely that's handsome. He's like wind-based Biako. So he, he produces the profane winds. That's true. That's true. Yeah, from his, cleft. Can, from his cleft. Exactly. Hmm. Well, there yeah, we go. Unfortunately, he doesn't Sorry. exist. Construct 7 killed him. Construct 7 killed him Be- because... Construct 7 killed him because of his profane wind. There you go. He silenced the cleft. Oh. The teacher heard you he farting. He shut clapped, that cleft right up. <laughs> Slapped the cleft. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's it, everyone. A cleft is a funny word. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, thanks for watching, everyone. Oh, God, I'll do it again. Thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, the, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Uh, remember to follow on Twitter at speakersxv, twitch.tv slash speakersxv, and youtube.com slash speakersxv, exclamation discord in chat. If you want to join our discord server, if you're watching on demand, link is in the description. Um, send us mogmail speakersxv.com slash mogmail stay tuned if you're watching live for the post show we'll be watching uh, reading uh, questions from the syndicate bye Bye. oh I have to I have to actually press the button (laughs) bye 
You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Fidelin, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv, or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.